As we're all getting prepared for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, now's a great time to dig a little deeper into CRO or conversion rate optimization. This week on the podcast, we're introducing the concept of CRO, how to calculate your conversion rate, and how A-B testing works. Let's dig in. Welcome to Commerce Tea, a podcast to help you succeed on Shopify. I'm Rian. And I'm Kelly. Grab a mug and join us as we talk about all things commerce. Mesa is the easiest way to integrate any top e-commerce app or service with your online store. Designed exclusively for Shopify and Shopify Plus, Mesa's automated workflows can get back your time spent on repetitive tasks while growing your business at the same time. Join other merchants that have embraced the simplicity of Mesa's no-code approach to building workflows. You can create new ways to improve customer engagement, encourage repeat purchases without lifting a finger, reduce manual data entry, and more through a simple point-and-click interface. And with BFCM planning around the corner, now is the time to ask the question, is my online store prepared? Optimizing every step in the shopping experience is the only way to create a lifelong customer. Get Mesa and capitalize on one of the biggest commerce events of the year. Search for Mesa in the Shopify app store and download the app today. Every aspect of your website is a variable that could be impacting your business's revenue. We all want to grow our business, and we make changes with the hopes of seeing our business grow. Maybe you add a new graphic here, new social proof on your product page there. Maybe change your pricing. But do you know if this new thing is helping or hurting you? Today, testing is a requirement in understanding what is and isn't working for your business. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to test. In fact, I set up my first test in less than 10 minutes on a client's store using Meet A-B testing. After the test was live, we saw a confidence level on each of our tests to know which is actually best for the business. How? They showed us the additional revenue per view for each variant. Give our friends at Neat AB Testing a try today and start testing for your business. Head over to try.neatab.com slash commerce dash T to start your 14-day free trial. Again, that's try.neatab.com slash commerce dash T. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Rian. How are you? I am doing pretty well in the last week of Sprint for our new app company. So, Ah! you know, a little bit tired, a little bit nervous, but overall really, really pumped. And I guess that's it. That's what I'm at. That's that's how I am. I'm like looking around. I'm like, what? How else am I? There's wine (laughs) over here. I'm like, I haven't touched it today. I swear. So anyways, how are you? (laughs) Um, I'm tired. I know. I can see it on your face. Thank you. (laughs) So sweet. You know, I walked into the the bathroom this morning as Daniel's getting ready for the day. And he's like, Kelly, are you okay? You don't look good. And I'm like, thank you. So apparently I'm just like wearing my exhaustion on my face today. No, you look beautiful. I can just tell by your energy levels, like this is stuff yeah. you're like, Rian, you've lived in Southern California for too many years. I'm like, I can tell through the screen that you have tired energy. Thank you. And yeah, no because I have been coding a lot so we can have a wonderful MVP for I'm our so proud. I'm so proud of, I'm so proud of that, of you, of, of what's being built. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so pumped. And it, it actually has something to do with what we're talking about today. 
Loosely. It is, but we're we're not going to tell you what we're building. So. No, we're not. No, we're going to tease you. Gotta it wait a little have, bit longer for that. I, I do have an important announcement. Yes, I have a puppy. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> she is a rescue. Her full name is Ronwin, but she goes by Winnie, like Winnie the pup, and she has a theme song, and it goes Winnie the pup, Winnie the pup, <laughs> etc. No, continue, please. Yeah, no, no, no. So I sing that song and I run around in my backyard and she runs around with me. (laughs) That's adorable. She's very uh, cute and she ensures that I keep on East Coast hours with Kelly while we build. So wonderful. Yeah, because she wakes up at four and five and then we'll keep crying. So I just wake up too and I'm like, whatever. Oh, so you don't do it for me. You do it for Winnie. Got it. It's a combination of things. (laughs) I just have resigned myself to this fate. So yes, uh, adopt, don't shop. I rescued her and she is a cutie little rescue. And I'm super pumped about that. Please include a picture of Winnie in the show notes. She was 100%. Like her her CRO was 100%. Her conversion rate optimization. (laughs) I I saw her. more like her conversion rate. Her conversion rate. You have not, you're still working on the conversion rate optimization of her being useful. So it's currently at like 2.5%. Yeah, she has two buttons she can use for words. Uh, She can ask for cookies and water. (laughs) Good life skills. I need those. Cookies and like coffee, maybe some whiskey. Cookies. And then we make her press a button um, that says adventure before we put her in a car. So we are hoping she learns the word adventure. Well, I'll let you, I'll let you all know how my, it's Fluent Pet is the company. Super cute. I think they're on Shopify. And it's all about teaching your dog how to ask for things so they don't get distressed. That's cute. Clearly, I'm in my whatever day of, of quarantine. Lockdown. Yeah. Of lockdown. Because I'm Day back. number 592. <laughs> Teach my dog to talk. <laughs> Like, Rian buys a puppy and teaches it to talk. Yeah. It's fine. You know, it's, it's fine. fine. It's cool. So, okay. Let's talk about your favorite topic. Or this is one of your favorite topics. It CRO. is. CRO. We've done so many masterclasses about CRO. We have. And it's a very important topic to understand because at the end of the day, your conversion rate is what makes you money. Absolutely. If you have a conversion rate of zero, you are not making any money. And we do not want a conversion rate of zero. No, we love making money. We love making money. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Are we filming this past? <laughs> filming? Recording this past when we should? Yes. It's fine. Everything is fine, everybody. It's cool. Also, to our Jewish listeners, Shana Tova, Happy New Year. Um, and for those of you who are wondering what I'm talking about, uh, to Monday night was a Rev Rosh Hashanah, which is Jewish New Year's, and Tuesday was Rosh Hashanah. So it's holiday season for us over here. <laughs> and for everyone else in America and Canada, happy Labor Day week. Week. <laughs> happy short work week. Happy short work week. <laughs> I got nothing. Okay, so Kelly, you you told us a little bit about what we were going to be speaking about in the introduction. Let's start this off. What is CRO? CRO is conversion rate optimization. Basically, that is a technique that's used for increasing the percentage of your website traffic that makes a purchase, purchase being the conversion. Uh, CRO is all about the psychology of persuasion. What can you do to make people take a certain action? 
That's the TLDR. Psychology of persuasion, super interesting topic if you ever feel like going down a rabbit hole of studying the psychology behind all of the things we that we could do a whole pot on that. Do. That's a good one. That would actually be a really fun one. Um, I can really I can pull one. out the psychology degree and the social work degree that I got too long ago. I'm so um, proud of you. I got to use my gender studies degree the other time for the first time ever. Hey. So. <laughs> Look, Ma, I made it. So it's worth noting that while we're talking, we're usually talking, especially in the e-commerce space, um, CRO, the conversion being a purchase. Because again, purchasing things means you're making money. However, conversion rate optimization goes beyond just purchases. It's really any action that's taken. You can measure any of these things. For example, how many people are signing up for your newsletter? How many people are opening links on your newsletter? How many people are watching a video or watching to the end of the video? How many people are adding an item to their wish list? How many people are moving an item from their wish list to their cart? There are all kinds of things that you could be measuring in any of these. You can run A-B tests, which we'll get to eventually, on increasing the conversions of these particular actions. So we're talking generally about uh, your conversion rate on your site, on your Shopify store in this particular uh, episode, but you can apply this logic to anything. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Next up. How do you calculate this thing? Okay, this thing. It is conversion rate. <laughs> conversion rate. So how do you the, optimize your CR? How, how do you, you oh your CR? How do you calculate your CR? Uh, the base calculation is the total number of conversions divided by the number of visitors multiplied by 100 so we can get a percentage. Let's say that one more time, but slower. To calculate your No, con- not that slow. Like <laughs> slow enough that I can hear it properly. <laughs> All right. You're calculating the total number of conversions or the total number of purchases on your store divided by the number of visitors to your store. And then you multiply that number by 100. Or if you're just in like my brain, you don't multiply by 100. You just move the decimal and call it a day. Um, On Shopify in the dashboard, they give you your conversion rate. But they also give you couple other numbers that you can work with as well. So your online store conversion rate, the the top number. So when you're viewing your dashboard on your Shopify admin, the store conversion rate is that last one, the sessions converted. These are the people who are actually placing an order. But you're given two additional numbers to work with. Uh, These are part of what's called your conversion funnel. So these are the steps that a user must take to complete an action to the final conversion point. Uh, In the case of Shopify, it's going to be added to cart and reach checkout. Now, you can go even deeper on this through like Google Analytics events, for example, by setting up, entered in your uh, shipping information, entered in your billing information, checked, like entered in your credit card information, and then you reach the, the order confirmation page. So you can get deeper into this funnel if you wanted to. Same thing if you're using like a, like the legacy version of Recharge, you can set up a conversion funnel for Recharge's checkout as well as Shopify's checkout. So these are really useful numbers to keep track of. Uh, and while we we generally talk about your, your baseline conversion rate, your overall conversion rate of, of sessions converted, you can learn a lot from the other two numbers that Shopify surfaces, added to cart and reach checkout. For example, if your reach checkout is, let's say, 7%, and your sessions converted is maybe like 1.5%, 
that would indicate that there's a gap. Something's happening between those two steps that's deterring people from actually placing an order. Most commonly in the space of Shopify or e-commerce, it's your shipping rates. Because oh if oh you're not serving, this is why we always talk about surfacing your, your shipping rates before you reach checkout. Because your shipping rates should never be a surprise to the customer. I, I cannot. Have, I have a comment. Yes. I have a comment here. So uh, my daughter is in AP Biology this year. And so we have to order her because she goes to an online school. We had to order her this uh, AP Bio kit. So we're like, okay. We go in, we order this AP Bio kit. By the way, we have no choice. Like, we have to order this kit. It is $159.25. Palatable. Here are your three shipping options. UPS Worldwide Expedited, $262.80. UPS Saver, $337.14. Or UPS Worldwide Express, $343.88. With an asterisk that says, please note, UPS has suspended their service guarantee. What? So I, I ended up sending $422 on an AP bio kit that should have cost me, I don't, I would have like $20, $30. I would have expected for shipping, yeah. you know? No, $262.80. Everybody, when we say ship, ship again and is coming again, we are not joking. <laughs> Sorry for, for the tangent, but I wanted to just say, like, that was a situation we couldn't get out of and we had to buy. There's no way we would have bought that. Absolutely no way. I, during uh, last, it was last year, it was 2020 last year, um, during the election uh, runoffs in particular in Georgia, I wanted to buy a yard sign and the sign was $5. The shipping was $10 for a sign. I'm like, I'm not paying twice as much for the item as I yeah, I'm just not doing it. And so I did not know how much shipping would cost until I hit checkout. And so I abandoned my cart. 100%. Who wouldn't? Exactly. So like we you have to I really mean, want it. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, t- determining your shipping rates is a whole thing. But um, back to eat the conversion it. rate piece. Yes, eat it. There we go. <laughs> There's your, uh, your, your key takeaway. Just eat it. Hey, Rian, what can I do to help my support team be more efficient? I recommend Gorgeous. Gorgeous combines all your communications channels, including email, SMS, social media, live chat, and phone into one platform and gives you an organized view of all help requests. This saves your support team hours per day and makes managing customer orders a breeze. It sounds great. What else can it do? With Gorgeous, you can pre-write and save responses to your most frequently asked questions. You even have access to the customer's order information, so you can personalize the responses with things like an order or tracking number. This will allow your support team to focus on complex questions. Brands like Olipop, Deathwish Coffee, and Steve Madden have reduced their response times and increased efficiencies. This sounds like a great way to also increase sales and brand loyalty. Where can I learn more? Check out Gorgeous by visiting commercetea.com forward slash gorgeous and try Gorgeous for free for two months. Again, that's commercetea.com forward slash G-O-R-G-I-A-S. Back to the conversion rate piece. You So we talked about the conversion funnels. It's also important to note that you have different conversion rates for each, uh, well, for everything really. But what's most importantly is you have different conversion rates for each of the devices that are accessed on your site. So you have a desktop conversion rate, a mobile conversion rate, and a tablet conversion rate, which, you know, some people like mainly my husband, who's the one who uses his iPad sitting on the couch browsing the web, um, is the one who actually appears on the 
iPad conversion rate. I don't oh, know. My mom does that too. Yeah, I don't <laughs> do it. Like I, your husband and my mom. There you go. Sample size two. We found them. <laughs> um, so Here's your eight <laughs> percent. <laughs> if you are on uh, the Shopify plan, the seventy nine dollar a month plan or higher. You can actually get these numbers directly from Shopify in the dashboard. There's a link that says on the right side, online store sessions by device type view report. If you click view report and then click on the edit columns button, you can add conversion rate on there. And now you're going to see mobile, desktop, tablet, other, usually in that order. You might see some other things like Samsung TV or like the weird devices that are a tiny, tiny number of visitors, but somehow they slip through and... You're not usually optimizing for them, but you'll see them on there. Uh, a few things you're going to notice. Usually your mobile is visited or is, is listed first because it has the most number of visitors. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. However, yeah. your desktop conversion rate is usually higher than your mobile conversion rate. Yes. Especially if you have some kind of complex order flow that requires more forms or more fields to be filled out. For example, like, a monogramming thing or any kind of customization tool where you're adding those additional settings, those are going to usually be done on a desktop. Or if it's a very expensive item, people tend to purchase those more on desktop than mobile. That is very true. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I, I have no problem buying like a Mac on my phone, but for some reason I still go and do it on, you know, all the Macs that I buy. Um, <laughs> I'll still do it on my, on my computer instead. As you know, I buy 10 Macintosh computers. <laughs> 10 Macintosh computers per month. <laughs> well, I think oh, there's something, uh, I mean, talk about price psychology, right? Or buying psychology. There is something like when I cu I custom ordered a couch like, a few years ago from Joybird and I started on my phone and then I was like, I can't spend this much money without looking at this on a widescreen. That was yes. literally my logic was I cannot do this. It costs too <laughs> much money. This is a first of all, and I think we've talked about this before. If not, couches are so expensive and nobody tells you that until you're an adult and you just find out. There are so many things that are so expensive <laughs> that you don't realize Blinds. Why are blinds so expensive? Mattresses. Even in cheap, quote, cheap mattresses are expensive. <laughs> you know, this weird thing happens when uh, you, you buy a house from 2000, which is not that old, all things considered. Um, but it also has all the original appliances that came with the house when it was built. And they all magically start dying at the same time. Yep. You know how expensive appliances are, especially at a time when you can't get the appliances anyway? Yeah, you just got to, right now you just got to sit and take, like. So, so I have house. two microwaves. One works, <laughs> one does not. Um, not that I'm trying to one-up you, Kelly, but I, t I have an older house as well. It's from 1963. <laughs> <laughs> and we have original appliances as well. And I, I will say this about these original appliances. They do still work. You don't know what temperature anything's going to be. You're just guessing. You are literally just, you like, whether it's the stove, it's the stove, the thing on top, or the oven. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know exactly. Like, Guess who you doesn't cook <laughs> But you just don't know. You're like, oh, I have no idea, but that we were going to replace it. And then we saw how much that was. And we're like, well, are we going to move in a few years? Because this might not be worth it. Also, right now, nothing is available. So. Exactly. Never mind. Um, so back to these conversion rates. If you are on 
<laughs> I will pull a My stack. My oven has a 0% conversion rate for food. <laughs> No, that is my broken my broken microwave. <laughs> um, if you're on the basic Shopify plan, like the $29 a month plan, and you still want to get access to these conversion rates, because of course you do, you want to have as much data as you can to make these decisions, you can access them through Google Analytics. I mean, you have connected Google Analytics to your website, right? Oh my gosh, please. And if not, upgrade to the $79 version of Shopify and you'll have this data. But you should just go ahead and connect Google Analytics instead. Please. I mean, both. Maybe both. Whatever you need to do. Um, But if you can access it through Google Analytics, if you go to the audience tab and then click on mobile and then click on overview, you will see mobile, desktop, tablet. Uh, You can also click on devices if you want to like really drill down to see how many people are using an iPhone 11 to to check out. It doesn't matter. Um, Et cetera. The the desktop and mobile are the two most important conversion rates. But yeah, I can see. Wow, a lot of people. It's weird. Uh, for some reason, <laughs> um, Google Analytics combines all iPhones under Apple iPhone. But any Pixel is listed separately, like Google. So I see like Google Pixel 5, 3, 3A. Um, also some... Can't imagine why they would do that. We are in the era of the Google-Apple-Facebook wars. Yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Okay, oh, so let's, let's give okay. an example here, just so you can, you can calculate this out yourself if you want to. Um, say your store has 50 sales and you had 1,000 visitors last month. So you would take 50, divide it by 1,000, and then multiply by 100. 50 divided by 1,000 is 0.05 times 100 is 5%. Your conversion rate would be 5% in this case. Um, what is a good conversion rate? Great question. It varies. <laughs> Nobody asked. <laughs> That's like, you know, the influencers who are like, a lot of you have been asking me for skincare tips. So glad you asked. <laughs> I know I've been gone for a while. Last post four days ago. <laughs> okay, so yes. Kelly, what is a good conversion rate? <laughs> so glad you posited yourself that question. I needed to because it always comes up. So uh, your conversion rate, uh, the, the, what, what is a good conversion rate? It depends. It depends what you're selling. It depends on the price point of your store. It depends on how people are generally purchasing or like buying, how they're shopping on your store. It depends on the complexity of your items. It depends. I said price, I think, already. Um, I think so. Yeah. It depends on a lot of things. Uh, it depends on yeah. the vertical you're in. I don't know if I had said that one yet. As I said, depends on what you sell, whatever. Anyway, it depends. Um, I love to see conversion rates at least 2%, 3% sounds great. Um, my ebook store that I have for my bookstore freelancing today, I believe my conversion rate is 4 point, it's something. It's still loading. I think it's like 4.89. Um, 4.23, there we go. I okay. was terribly wrong. It's cool. Um, it's going to vary from store to store. It's going to change as you run sales and it's going to change as you run ads and you're, you're you know, funneling more people to your store. Uh, but obviously the end goal here is to increase your conversion rate. Yes. So how do you do that? I'm just, I'm just going to posit all the questions to myself. It's cool. Do it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, this is where AV testing comes in. So A-B testing is a way of comparing two versions of the same web page to see which produces better results. So you're going to have two different versions of a page, and they're going to be shown to two very similar sets of customers or visitors. And you're going to measure which one performs more effectively. 
when you're running A-B tests, you're usually testing one change at a time. If you're testing multiple changes, you get into multivariate testing. And we don't want to go down that path right now because that gets basically if you're like if you're A-B testing your product's description, uh, the positioning of where the add to cart button is on the store or on the on the product page and whether or not setting the first image to be a video versus a uh, static image you if you test them all at the same time you're not going to know which one's actually making the difference or if some certain combination is making the difference or if it's some third factor that's just kind of yeah. throwing things off think about high school science you can only have basically a single variable at a time. It's it basic. Comes. Yeah. It's basic hypothesis testing we're talking about here. Yeah. Now you can technically do all three if you're, if you are doing multivariate testing and measuring every single combat possible combination, but that also requires a much larger audience size, which is the next piece of this, the sample size. Um, if you don't have enough traffic to your site, A-B testing is not going to be useful for you. You need a large enough sample size to determine or to split your audience into two so you can actually find a measurable difference or else you might not have a statistically significant result or it's going to be skewed due to minimal data. Uh, Optimizely has a really great calculator for determining the sample size you need. Um, it's it's three, three pieces. You just pop the numbers in there and you're good to go. The first one is your, your baseline conversion rate. So where you're starting at. So let's say your conversion rate is 3%. You would just write 3% in there. Uh, the next uh, the next line is that the minimum detectable effect. Now, this is the range at which if you see, uh, if you go beyond this range, that's where you're going to actually see some kind of significant effect in here, the MDE. So if you have an MDE of 20%, that means you want to see a range of between 2.4 and 3.6% on your conversion rate. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay. But I will say this about Optimizely, much bucks. Like it's very. Expensive. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to oh, that. I just sorry. They just have the calculator. To... That's I'm just using the, them for the I calculator. Know, I'm like, I, I'm like <laughs> but they're very expensive. Um, and we linked to the calculator in the show notes as well, so you can you can use that. Uh, the third piece is the, uh, the statistical significance, and this is traditionally set to ninety five percent. What this means is that the opposite of this 0.05 you want your p-value or the value that you're actually calculating for st the statistics significance to be less than 0.05. If it's less than 0.05, it's significant. If you want to learn more about p-values and statistical significance, take a statistics class. I am not here oh. to educate you on that. <laughs> I love statistics. I, I've always loved like biostat was one of my absolute favorite classes that I took in my public health program and I did not obviously go into it at all. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I'm so, I really wish that I too had taken biostats. I know, I bet. <laughs> it's okay. I had enough fun for the both of us. Uh, Rian and I are starting an executive MBA program next month and we're going to be taking more stats classes. It's next month? <laughs> it's next month. It is September. We start in October. Oh, cool. <laughs> Everything we're, is fine. We're taking it together, though. It's going to be really fun because we get to be in the same cohort. Yeah, we get to start with my most favorite class, accounting. Accounting. You use this to determine the sample size you need, and this is what you're basically going to be working towards. Um, once you have a, once you have a sample size this large, you can actually find out if your test is statistically significant. Um, it is not necessarily a bad thing if you run an A/B test and you don't get the answer you're hoping for. Right. 
because you've just, if it, if it has a detrimental effect or if it has no effect, you know, you're not going to waste any more time on this one particular thing. And sometimes I will say, sometimes I run an AB test and the results are like so absurdly high early on that I'm not going to waste more time just waiting for the results to stay absurdly high when something's clearly working. I'll just go ahead and end the test and, and push the changes live. Fair. Efficiency. Efficiency. So uh, tools that you can use for A-B testing, especially with Shopify. Uh, the first one, which we we tend to use as like a whole website uh, A-B test is Google Optimize. Why? Okay. Because it's free. Love free. We love free. Uh, you can connect Google Optimize to Google Tag Manager, which can connect to your store. And then you can run all the A-B tests you want. It's really great. Uh, there's also neat A-B testing. Yes. Sponsors of our podcast, also a great product. Yes. So Need AV starts at, uh, starts at $29 a month. And they're really focused around testing your pricing, copy, images, product page layouts, homepage layout. Really great tool to use if you're looking for, kind of get started with something a little bit more integrated into Shopify. Um, if you're brand new to A-B testing, these like the tool like Need AB testing would be really, really useful for you. Uh, ShipScout is another one of my favorites. ShipScout tests your shipping rates. So you can test different uh, like sh free shipping thresholds, pricing. Uh, this starts at $49 a month. I was so excited to see ShipScout up here in the app store because nothing had been done before using the shipping yeah. rates. So really, really great opportunity to test those shipping rates, which as we know, is the most common source of abandoning your cart between reach checkout and converted. So, yes. hey, loop things back around. And then was going to mention Optimizely again, since I mentioned them before. Um, there are some other tools as well. They're expensive. Um, if you're on Shopify Plus, if you're like an enterprise brand, it might be more within your budget to use something like Optimizely because you can get super like hyper specific with these things. Um, but there are tools out there that are accessible to smaller merchants as well. And that's really kind of the point I want to drive home. Yeah, um, absolutely. One more point to make and then I'm done. If you're on Shopify Plus, you can add the A-B testing script into your checkout.liquid file. If you're not on Shopify Plus, you can't do this. It's just the file's locked down, don't have access to it. I'm wondering actually with, I wonder if this changes with checkout extensions. If you're able to embed I'm thinking out loud here. I don't know if this is actually a thing. Um, if you're curious what I'm talking about, Google uh, Shopify checkout extensions, they're brand new. They're actually still in beta, but I'm really excited for them because those are customizations you can make to your checkout without having to be on Shopify Plus. Okay, one thing I do want to say, if if y'all were listening and you're like, okay, me AB is 29 and you want to use that in conjunction with ShipScout, right? Because that would be a great kind of combo. And that's what? Approximately 80 bucks a month. And you're like, that's a lot of money. Think, look at your conversion rate right now. See what it is. And if you're like, oh, whoa, it should really be higher. Use these for at least a month or two and see if they help, right? And, and do yeah. this A-B testing. Because I can guarantee that if you haven't done A-B testing properly, which most folks don't, don't worry about <laughs> it. Like that's just the reality. Like when I started building Shopify stores, you literally couldn't A-B test. You just, yeah, I mean, you, you could, could not. You just had to change everything and change it around again and like just figure it out. So I just, you know, if you can increase your conversion rate by 
half a percent, one percent, then eighty dollars is nothing. Exactly. So it's just because I know that apps can get expensive. Like, I get it. I have one final thing to say that's totally unrelated. I love unrelated. I'm very animated when I talk about conversion rate optimization. Like Rian's watching me as I talk. I'm like really moving my hands around. Um, my my Apple Watch just said, "Good job standing up for a minute." Oh, so, I'm so proud. <laughs> I've been sitting this entire time, but it's cool. Um, anyway, that's all I wanted to share. <laughs> I like CRO. CRO is fun. Uh, let's do some store shoutouts. Oh yeah, let's. What is uh, yours I'll this go- week? Print Fresh, printfresh.com. They are, so for those of you who know me, I really like to wear only black. However, pajamas are different and I'm not sure why. (laughs) These are the most like all over print, really bright, really happy pajamas. I think that's all they sell. I think all they sell are jammies. And I'm like obsessed with this site. They make me feel happy when I look at them. Uh, they are, they have diverse models with diverse bodies. I'm just into it. I'm into it and I want to buy it. And right now there's a sale and you can get 20% off uh, with a code. So I may be doing that later. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good option. Look, it goes up to 6X. It goes from extra small up to 6X. I love that. I love size inclusivity. Like I will choose, I will go out of my way to choose a size inclusive brand any day of the week. Oh, totally. So I love it. They have afterpay, which makes sense with their price, their price point. Like these, these PJs aren't inexpensive, but they are very cute. They do a lot of the right stuff and they have an FAQ page, Kelly. Hey. I know. I know. I said that just for you. And they also have a blog and they have a sustainability, uh, Mission state. It's all the stuff that we love. It's really look at their website I'm, uh, or their store. I've got to say, oh, and Sarah Moat built their website. Okay, she's rad. She's a local. She's a local to LA uh, des- designer builder. Design <laughs> designer builder. Designer builder. Shopify, Shopify agency. She's she's really rad. So that's who built the site. Cool. So over to you, Kelly. What is your store shout out of the week? So my store shout out this week is Zevia. Z-E-V-I-A. Um, we constantly, my husband and I constantly keep Zevia in stock at home. We love their teas. Um, Daniel loves the black tea. I love all the flavor teas. Um, cool thing about Zevia, their store is built on Shopify. Amazing. And they actually, as of about two-ish months ago, a month and a half ago, they started publicly trading on the New York Stock Exchange. And I say this because there's this common uh, misconception that Shopify is great for smaller brands, but this is a publicly traded brand running their store on Shopify and also their subscription goes through recharge. Uh, (laughs) Big fan of that as well. Um, You can be a very large brand and scale on Shopify with Shopify. It's, It's wonderful. Also, I just, their website's so, like, colorful, and uh, their the drinks are great. I like them. If you don't I like Stevia, that. you're not going to be into it, but. Fair. I'm a, I'm a fan, but cool. CRO. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Thank you for tuning in, and thanks to our sponsors for supporting this episode. We have a YouTube channel. We'll eventually get around to publishing more content, but we have been very busy working on this beautiful app that you are going to love. Uh, But you can visit the YouTube channel and see what we currently have up there, which might include a CRO 
masterclass. I don't know if it I does. Think, yeah, I don't know. Either. We definitely have an Maybe. SEO masterclass on there, though. So that's another great one. Uh, anyway, youtube.com slash commerce tea. Uh, if you like our podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews make us very happy. And you can subscribe to Commerce Tea on your favorite podcasting service. We post new episodes every Wednesday. So grab your mug and join us then. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Clocked In is a time clock for Shopify. With Clocked In, your team members can easily clock in and out of their shifts from anywhere. You can manage your team's hours as they work remotely with an intuitive interface that can be used from desktop, tablet, or mobile. Check it out at clockedin.io or in the Shopify app store.